Man, we have new inductees to the Hall of Fame, the NBA is considering its own version of the Field of Dreams, and Ben Simmons. That saga just won't end. I'm Rose Zapanza. This is The Clinic, all NBA podcasts. I have the two hooligans with me again. JJ, how you living, my friend? What's up? Happy fall, everybody. John, how you living, my friend? What's going on? Where in the world is Ben Simmons going to go? Dude, it is so crazy. Ben Simmons has now said that he'll play anywhere. He'll play anywhere now, but he's just not going to play for the 76ers. JJ, what do you think of this development? I think that his trade value went even lower than it was already. It was already at an all-time low, but oh. by just saying that, you're not really promoting yourself. You want to put right. your brand on that level where even though people know it's not good, you would never say it's not that good. And by saying that he will go anywhere, essentially says that, you know, the value isn't really worth taking to be quite honest. So I don't know what he was thinking when he said that. I don't know what his agent is saying. Is it, who's his agent? Rich. Is it? Rich it's Paul. Rich, right? Yeah. It's Rich Paul, so. Who's my daddy? I don't know, man. What does he Just do? a really weird situation. People say that Ben Simmons is overrated, yet we're still talking about him today. This shows you that maybe he is that good. Yeah, I mean, did Rich Paul really tell him to say, I'll just play anywhere? That sounds absolutely crazy. John, what do you think of this? I'm not surprised at all. When I remember at the exit interview when the Hawks beat the Sixers last year, Doc Rivers was asked, and I know we're going to get to this later, he was asked, do you think Ben Simmons can be the superstar point guard for a championship team? And in Doc Rivers' fashion, he responded with, I'm not sure. I don't know if I can answer that question right now. So I am absolutely not surprised that Ben Simmons will not be in a in a, uniform, a 76ers uniform anymore. So for him to say this, it's I think it's just a formality. I think we all knew that he wasn't going to be there. It's a, It just expedited the process now. And now the 76ers are kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. They're going to have to either trade him or just keep a disgruntled star on the team and affect the other, the morale of the team and the chemistry of the team. So they're just, they're in a, they're in a tough situation. The 76ers are and whoever they trade him to, it's going to be a low ball situation, right? Cause they have no leverage anymore. And None. Man, it really sucks to be a 76ers fan. I, you I, I gotta I feel for you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who looks worse? Do you think Ben Simmons looks worse or Doc Rivers, the front office, and even Embiid? I'm Michael Jackson, I'm, you Tito. I'm gonna have to say the people that look worse has to be the 76ers because you are an organization, right? Doc Rivers, you're a you're a previous GM. Like, how do you tank the value of someone who's literally an all-star, someone who's an all-defensive player, and then, like, step up to the mic and say, I'm not sure he could be on a championship team right before, like, you know that you were going to trade him? I mean, there were Harden rumors, right? When Harden was looking for another team, the 76ers were in that race. They said, hey, we're going to offer you Ben Simmons, and then to immediately tank his value where you're not gonna get like a james harden type of trade anymore like that's absolutely crazy john what do you think of that no it's i i agree with you absolutely crazy and i did want to add one thing where he says he will play anywhere 
I need. I think somebody should remind Ben Simmons that the NBA is not the only league in the world, so he should be careful <laughs> about what he says. Although I don't think he'll ever be out of the NBA just because of his talent, other than his inability to shoot. But again, you know, we have to remember that some of the some guys that we thought were going to be stars and guys that we're going to we thought were going to take over the league they're not in the league anymore they're in they're playing overseas they're playing i mean is it really would it really be that surprising if ben simmons plays or talks himself or plays himself out of the nba maybe maybe not but we'll see i mean he's putting up all the highlight videos that he could possibly record and nobody coming to see and him you, shooting three pointers it looks really great for the Shanghai Sharks in the future. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know what to do or what to make of this whole situation. Where does this guy land? Obviously, it's not with the Warriors because Joe Lacob has been very verbal at saying that the fit with the Warriors wouldn't be good. So where do you think this man's going to end up? Can we just do the obvious answer that everyone has been saying, which is the Portland Trailblazers. Can it just happen already? <laughs> Can it just happen? I mean, yeah. I guess they want to see if they could do the Dame and CJ duo once again. But we all know that 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 backcourt will not play defense. True. Yeah, we've seen that story before, and they are definitely like a bottom of the half like defensive team when those two are put on the floor together. I know we haven't seen it a ton with their new vamped lineups, new vamped like coaching staff, but I don't know. I'm not too up on them. John, where do you think Ben uh, ends up? Man, that's a tough one. I don't. I know that the Sixers are just their asking price is so high. They're looking for four first rounders, which is kind of outrageous if you ask me. I would. Yeah. I wanted to say the Clippers, but they gave away their entire draft pick until draft picks until 2030 for Paul George. So probably not them. I don't know, man. Portland, again, like you guys said, and I hear, I'm hearing things about Sacramento. I don't know if they have any, well, how many draft picks they have, but I know they have some young talent. They may have to give up uh, Halliburton. And I think um, De'Aaron Fox is the person that they really want. The 76ers. Oh, yeah, that would. I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't Sacramento's think that's gonna, gonna fly go. either. No. I think Sacramento. What they really want to give up is actually Buddy Heald, Buddy Heald and somebody else. Maybe Buddy Heald and, and Halliburton, like and, you said. Yeah. I don't know if they're gonna buy that trade. Do you think they're gonna buy that trade, JJ? They. They probably need to add a few picks. Sorry. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah. The the issue with Ben Simmons is his contract. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, does the value equal does his playing value equal the value of his contract which right now it doesn't the main thing for all nba players to have to be considered great and you should never take away their confidence and this fool straight up has no confidence when you're gonna give up a an easy basket whether it be a layup or a dunk you're fired in game seven or what was it was it game seven against the hawks and he totally folded yeah but i'm gonna go back to what we were saying earlier, I think it's all on Doc Rivers. Overrated yeah. GM, overrated coach, Bonafide super slander scrub. right now. Yeah. But hey, when you hire, when you when you sign a contract to your son, that was worth like 18 million, <laughs> 20 million, and Paul or Chris Paul and the rest of the team felt like that was kind of 
strange. Shady. Yeah. It was strange. Shady. Where they could have hired someone, you know, more fitting to the team. In hindsight, you know, Austin, Austin Rivers is a great role player or good role player at that, but he wasn't worth the value of that contract. What do you guys think of a Portland and 76ers trade? Um, who do you think wins that trade at the end? Like with, when you think about like the lineups at the end of it. So with the 76ers, you would have Seth Curry, uh, Rocco, um, CJ McCollum, Embiid, and Tobias Harris. And on the other side, you'd have Damian Lillard, Ben Simmons, Larry Nance, Yusuf Nurkic, and Norman Powell. Who do you think wins that trade? Wow, that is... The 76ers win that trade. They'll be able to compete, not just in the Eastern Conference Finals, but I think they could compete against... Well, let me rephrase that. They would be able to compete with the Nets and even compete with the Lakers. Yeah. But I, like, I do think that Portland does... Does because uh, they get better for that trade, but they won't be able to contend against the Lakers or even Warriors or even Clippers. I would have to agree there. That 76ers lineup sounds absolutely ridiculous. Like it sounds super nice. What do you think, John? I agree. I think the 76ers would just be, they'd have just way so many weapons because the, the the issue with Ben Simmons is that he was a black hole in offense, and right. defenses could sag off of him because they didn't respect his jump shot or his ability to do anything outside of three feet in the paint. So with CJ McCollum and other guys that, that can be a threat, it opens things up for Embiid, it opens things up for Tobias Harris, and they become that much more dangerous. So I, I totally agree with you guys. 76ers, Portland, please make the trade already. I can't handle another episode that starts with Ben Simmons already. But we're going to move on. We're going to move on to the Hall of Fame inductees. We had Rick Adelman. Chris Bosh, Paul Pierce, Bill Russell, Ben Wallace, Chris Weber. The list goes on, including um, a couple females in there. Yolanda Griffith, Lauren Jackson. Of this list, guys, who was the most surprising Hall of Fame inductee? JJ. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. It's not a surprise, but I thought it was really cool. And the youngins may not know, but Ben Wallace just because he was undrafted and he was known to be the defensive player of the year multiple times. And he wasn't your average center, to be quite honest. He wasn't really big. He was more, I think actually Ben Wallace could play in today's game with his, he was pretty quick, pretty like nimble around the basket in an era where it was Shaq, Yaming, and what's his name in sack? I don't even... Shaq's Who, freaking Vladi? toy underneath. Whatever. Vladi Brad... Vivac? Brad... Uh... Oh, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, yeah, understand yeah. the words that are coming out of my yeah, mouth? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just clowning. Sorry, Shaq friend, <laughs> friends. I've been going too hard on y'all, but, you know. That's what I would say, Ben Wallace, though. Yeah, Ben Wallace is a good choice. John? Um, I want to say Paul Pierce, only because he documented live a OnlyFans session for the entire world to see. And I thought that he was definitely going to be removed from the 
candidacy of the Hall of Fame. Right. <laughs> no, but I'll, I'll have to agree with JJ. I think Ben Wallace, just because he was he he was off the radar, and he he really came into his own and worked his tail off to get where he he was. Right. He wasn't. And then also winning a championship with a team that wasn't that wasn't predicted or even favored to win it all in 2004 against uh, against my Lakers, the super team failure Lakers, and he was just a monster on the boards. He was a hustler. He was a beast. He was so physically strong that even he was able to you know. Obviously, no one's able to stop Shaq, but he was able to give Shaq problems from time to time, and that's a feat in and, in and of itself. So I'm going to have to go with Ben Wallace and agree with JJ. Yeah, I mean, Ben Wallace was only 6'9", like JJ was saying. Like, he wasn't a, a particularly tall person, but he was physical, he was smart, he was actually pretty quick. For me, the, the kind of surprising one might have been Chris Bosh. And I'm, I'm going to lay the, the groundwork here on why I'm surprised by Chris Bosh. I know he's a two-time champion, but he wasn't even Robin I'm the party pooper. with these championships. It was Dwayne Wade, right? LeBron James was one, Dwayne Wade was two, Chris Bosh was three, and they were begging him to be productive on those championship teams. Do what, am I thinking about this weird, or do you guys think that Chris Bosh is worthy of that Hall of Fame inductee? I think with the Hall of Fame, especially for basketball, everyone gets in. That's true. You could even say that. You could even question Chris Webber, who I I I like Chris Webber a lot. Right. But with you know when we talk about Hall of Fame, usually that equates to legendary. That legendary status, legend. Yeah. The best of the best. Would you even consider Chris Webber the best of the best? of the 90s and 2000s he may not even be top five to be quite honest excuse me yeah i i I would have to agree with you there that's a great point that like if chris weber is gonna make it chris bosh should probably make it too yeah Mm -hmm. and ben wallace has um you know thinking about ben wallace a little bit i like that inductee because ben wallace was sort of like a timestamp on the nba he was sort of a dying breed at that time you know with how physical he was i mean i don't know if he'd be able to to hang in this nba because he'd have to learn not to foul or be so physical but ben wallace when you think of him you think of automatically the bad boy to pistons and just you know the havoc that that team was wrecking at the time yeah i i think chris bosh is just just like you said because he won a championship with wade and lebron I mean, he was a great player, but it's very debatable whether or not he belongs in the Hall of Fame. So, again, I'm not I'm not mad at it, but if somebody said that he doesn't belong there, I also can see their point of view as well. Yeah. Week two of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week three with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly when they bet $1 on any football game. Listen up because you won't want to miss this. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code TBPN. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 and older, New Jersey, Indiana, and Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or an Indiana 1-800-9-WITH-IT. And we're going to move on to the next topic. And did you guys... So it's, it's the NFL season. And did you guys see that as another option, people could actually watch Peyton Manning and Eli Manning commentary for Monday Night Football, and their ratings actually jumped up a ton, a ton because of this. Hold up. What I want to know is if the NBA were to do this, what combination of broadcasters would you like to see for broadcasting as an as like a as an option? I'm gonna go with JJ. Ooh. Uh. You know my. My always my first thought was to have some abrasiveness and people who speak their mind, and that would be like Captain Jack and maybe Matt Barnes. That would be really interesting. But I guess I would go have I would have to go super OG broadcasters and have Shaq and Barkley comment on the game still instead of post game. Yeah, like do play-by-play and color commentary. Play-by-play, and (laughs) if it's possible, can we just have it, like, raw and uncensored? That's my dream, raw and uncensored. Let them say whatever they want to say. That would be dope. John, what do you think? Are we talking family? We're not talking about blood-related, right? It could just be anybody. We could do family if you want. I know because I was I was trying to gear away from that, so I didn't have anything from family. Man, that's tough. Maybe Magic and Bird, just because of their mm. rivalry back in the in the old school, the '80s and, and the '90s, and they just kind of have their, you know, they would have such a a, a vast knowledge of the game, but also mm. just because of their rivalry, I think they would have such great rapport. And so uh, that's probably when it would be my choice. What would be the worst commentating crew? Oh man! So the opposite of Dream Team here. We're gonna do. We're gonna do the Shanghai Sharks of commentating. <laughs> <laughs> John, John, what do you think? Who would be the worst? If Mark Jackson had a twin. Bruh. <laughs> Probably that. Now, I'm gonna go. Okay, I'm gonna go. Shaq. Shaq is definitely one of them. He's great on a post game, and his he makes funny comments. But I think just him commenting on a game itself, I think it would be terrible. I I can't even understand 65% of the words that he says. So that that would be a terrible start. And Shaq and who else? Man, wow, that's tough. Shaq and Mark Jackson. I'm sticking with my original pick. Mark Shaq Jackson and, and Shaq. Nice. Shaq JJ, and Mark Jackson. Who would it be? Oh man. Like I, th- I think Kendrick Perkins needs to be in there. I don't Kendrick know. Kendrick Perkins? I don't really... I think he would be good. You think he'd be good? Oh man, I don't or like I... his commentary. 
press what? for satirical reasons, not true. because he's good at commenting, true, but true. people would be laughing at him, not with him. Okay, I'm with it. I'm with it. Touche, touche. I think for my dream team, I think just because JJ talked me into it, I think Kendrick Perkins would be in there, and then also maybe Kevin Garnett, just because they'd be so raw and uncut and fun. So those would that those two would be my dream team. For our next topic, the NBA, okay, was looking at the field of dreams that the MLB just had, and they were actually considering an outdoor game. So sort of like an NBA field of dreams. Game on! And I want to know from you guys, where should be the location of the NBA field of dreams? I'm gonna go with John. Man, you gotta. My first, the first thought that comes to mind is L.A. I mean, Venice Beach, right? Yeah. We're talking, For sure. think about it. Just the two L.A. teams, Lakers and Clippers. Perfect. You have that rivalry. You're in the, the mecca of L.A. You're in the area where they had epic filming moments of white men can't jump. Mm-hmm. Billy Hoyle, Billy and Sydney, Wesley Snipes getting hustled by Woody Harrelson <laughs> on the court. Yes, sir. That's an iconic moment. I'm sorry if, if some of you younger generation don't, don't know, but if you haven't seen it, I'm going to throw in my little recommendation. White Men Can't Jump is an ex- exceptional basketball movie you need to check that out. Is correct. And I'm sure JJ and Ro can test to that. But yeah, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Venice Beach, Lakers Clippers, just the just the, the you know the palm trees the weather you have the vibes the fans my only concern i guess would be security and how they would how they would uh you know manage that manage that and uh adhere to that just because of venice has turned into a little bit of uh it's it's well let's just say it's not as nice as it used to be jj what would be your pick it would have to be a Rucker Park. And of course, it would have to be the Nets and the Knicks. That would be and iconic. And the time, have, it would be, have to be nighttime with the Rucker Park lights. Yeah. So a few Ooh. years ago, they had a documentary. It was, it was called The Blackout, where Jay-Z and Fat Joe had a team each. And it was like this epic supposed to be epic uh, five on five match or you know basketball match but New York had its blackout so it had to be cancelled and they had people that climbed up on the fence there were people on top of uh, buildings trying to watch this game and I think it would be so sick if it was held at Rucker Park and they kept everything the same except on the street they cleared out the cars and put old school bleachers there to watch and that's like make it super like raw and the only people that could come are straight new yorkers you gotta have that new york id to yeah. come in that would be twelve hundred dollars twelve hundred dollars for the courtside bleacher seat <laughs> <laughs> you know reflecting on this reflecting on like the field of dreams i mean you gotta think about the new york yankees and the chicago white Sox. so my initial thought was since jj already picked you know, New York with Rucker Park was to pick something in Chicago. But thinking about it even more, 
I was thinking about the Kobe mural in the Philippines. And if you haven't seen a picture of this, you need to go on Google right now and look this up. This Kobe mural basketball court in the Philippines where the court sideline to sideline, literally buildings surrounding the court and the way the people watch the game is they're actually up in the buildings looking down at the court. And what? seeing something like that would be absolutely incredible. And for our last segment, we have Dub or Dud. I'm going to show this video to you guys. It is an all-ladies pickup squad that pulled up into LA Fitness. And you know what? They put in work. Just scoring left and right, hitting layups, nice assists. JJ, do you give these ladies a dub or a dud? Oh, for sure, a dub. Like, how badass is that? And it doesn't matter if you're male or female. If you could ball, you could ball. But the fact that, you know, in our culture, it's rare to see an all-ladies squad. I like you a lot. And that they scold these these fools and they posted it. Yeah. Props. John, giving it a dub or a dud? Definitely a dub. These, uh, you got to respect... And like JJ said, it doesn't matter if you're a male or female, but I think there's just such a, the perception is of, of women in basketball or sports is they still don't get the respect, you know, universal respect that they should get. And so to see this get uh, viral and for people to respect it and acknowledge it is cool. It's super dope. I love it. Holla, and holla. to school all these kids and to sh all these highlights and, and dope dope crossovers crossovers and layups reverse layups and things like that it's it's, uh, it's great to see man so big ups big dub for me absolutely i'm of course gonna go with a dub as well you know i've got nieces i have a younger sister ladies like if you're confident and you got it like that you need to pull up to the la fitness and show these guys how to really ball oh. amazing video to watch if you haven't seen it go look it up it's going viral that's it for our episode tonight jj thank you for being on no more ben simmons talk till he gets traded <laughs> officially john thank you thank you guys it's been a pleasure and of course, shout out to RJ, our video producer. I'm Rosa Panta. This is the Clinic All-NBA Podcast. Come find us wherever you find your podcasts.